Napa know-how. Why should you get a five-quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for $15.99? Because the dog days of summer are just as hard on your engine as they are on you. So get your five-quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for just $15.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.19. Woke up this morning insane. I'll be just fine, be just fine. Falling in love is all good. Better days coming this way. Butterflies all on my face. Love is a season. I'm feeling this way. Good afternoon and welcome into Sant Live. You are watching Speak Up with Sammy Jorjour. Always speak your mind. However you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. And what that means for you guys on Periscope and Facebook, always comment in and tell me how you feel and I will read your comments and I will be truthfully honest about how I feel back. Thank you for joining us today for episode 218. We are back after a long week of moving, not too far, but we helped our family and our parents move. Took about five, six days, but now we are back and ready to talk some sports, talk about everything. I mean, we were talking some jam-packed times, um, U.S. soccer out of the World Cup as of yesterday, NBA topics, NFL topics, my top 10 for NFL, my top 10 college football, and MLB topics, plus talking playoff games tonight. We have a lot on the table today, a lot on our plate, Um, so let's enjoy it and Let's have some fun today, and remember, always comment in whatever you're feeling, always say whatever you want, and I will read those out loud on the show here. Happy Hump Day, um, and welcome in. Thank you all for watching. Just if you guys haven't watched Sant Live before, uh, we have three shows a day. We have, that being said, with me and my brother, George Rochur, at... 8 a.m. Pacific time daily, a.k.a. Monday through Friday. Then we have Georgia Jungle of Sports at 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. And then you have my show here from noon to 1 Pacific time, Monday through Friday. Uh, Thank you again for joining in. Let's get talking about some sports. I'm, Like I said, we're talking about a bunch of topics today. We're talking baseball, basketball, football, soccer, college football, football. protesting in, in in this world so we have a lot to chat about today um so let's get it moving and let's let's uh let's talk about it some topics should be quick some are going to be long let's see what we can do happy hump day and like the video like the page if you haven't been on this page before and you know how it is that's on live and i appreciate all the support and we're back baby all right let's get this going we are going to start with U.S. soccer. So I don't know if you've never watched this show before, um, and if you have, you'll know I've never talked about soccer. It's just not my uh, it's not my specialty. I don't know that much about it. I have one friend that plays soccer at a high level. Uh, shout out to Bo Blanchard. He plays at University of Washington, and, I mean, they were contending for a national championship a year or two ago. Um, so... Most of my soccer knowledge comes from one person and just from small amounts that I watch. But the United States of America lost to Trinidad yesterday, and that eliminated them from the 2018 World Cup. And one of the biggest things I thought about, and I think me and my brother George talked about this, um, was kind of chatting about what's next for the U.S. Is this 
a, you know, is this going to make us take a step back or is this going to make us take a step forward in the sense of we're going to be pushing for more athletes to play soccer. We're going to be putting, you know, more people in academies. We're going to do higher training for these United States teams, put more exposure towards the United States in soccer. What is going to happen now? I'm, I'm still in this in-between of, is this a huge step back for the United States? Obviously it is for a couple of years, but we're eliminated from the 2018 world cup. Now, is that going to put a lot of pressure on the United States? Are they going to try to push their soccer programs more? Are we going to, are we going to use this as a way to fuel our next step forward? Or is this going to take us a step back? That's where my biggest question is. Um, I, I'm, you know, I, I was, I was just, I'm just so in between here that it, it's tough to, it's tough to see what's really going to happen. Now, I think personally, this is a step back for the United States. So for anybody, you know, we have one great player, Christian Pulisic, that you know, plays for the United States of America. And the reason he has been successful is because he's been going through what most of these European players, kids go through and everything like that. It's these youth academies growing up, you know, extreme training, et cetera, et cetera. Now, what about all the athletes in America? I mean, if you're, if our country's best athletes don't play soccer, then how are we ever going to catch up to other countries' best athletes? If you're in Portugal and you're the most athletic human, in that country, most likely you're going and playing soccer and that's what you're trained to think and do and, and what you want to do because that's, what's the biggest thing for your country. There's a couple of countries I'd say maybe baseball's bigger, like a Cuba, um, or even now like a Venezuela, that's like a baseball country. America is first choice for its kids. If you're good in sports, kids play baseball, they play basketball, they play football. They play a lot of other specialty sports that other countries don't have. Like, oh, my kid's great at rowing. My kid's great at tennis because we have money to put them in tennis. My kid's good at golf because we have money to put them in golf, right? These high-end rich families that have the money to put their kids in soccer academies, I feel like a lot of times are still playing basketball or baseball or even soccer and golf. So is this going to be a step forward for the United States of America or is this going to be a step back? That's where the biggest question mark comes from me. I'm not sure if the U.S. is going to evolve and get better with soccer or if this is going to be another step back for the world of soccer in the United States of America. And I'm concerned. Um, it's the first time since 1986 I wasn't even born um, that soccer in the United States will not make it to the World Cup. Now, I'm hoping this puts a little you know, kick in the ass for the United States and we really start getting things going in the soccer world, but... I guess we will find out. I'm concerned, and it made me sick to my stomach yesterday that the United States of America can't even make it to the World Cup. But that's all. I don't know that much about soccer, but I'm just telling you how it makes me feel emotionally. It makes me feel weird. It makes me feel sick, and I can't believe the United States of America can't make the World Cup. Um, Devin said, sorry, George, for missing your show. I was running errands with the fam. I'm sure he's all right with it. No worries, Devin. You're a great supporter. Thank you. Devin said, USA needs Chad Ochocinco and OBJ. This is the problem. They need athletes of that caliber to compete with other countries whose best athletes play soccer. I mean, but that doesn't happen in America. The best athletes aren't going to be playing soccer. They're going to pick other sports. Um, and sorry, you guys might see me itch my head or my nose a lot. I had a 
while we were moving, a painting fell on my head. So if you see this little dot, that's a painting, and my nose kind of hurts. So I do this a lot right now. Um, so I have this tiny cut. I know some people, when if the camera ever shuts off, you'll see it. This cut right here, boom. And my nose kind of hurts is from a painting falling on me that I thought was hooked. And my mom made me grab, and it wasn't hooked, and it just fell on my head. So that's why I keep doing that. And Devin said, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it, it was... It's one of the, it's a funny situation, even though it's a cut, because it's really it didn't like hurt that bad. It just my nose kind of itches from it, and my head got a cut. I didn't really feel anything. Harry Potter. I actually have glasses too that I don't wear on the show because the lights would hurt. Um, but my mom called me Harry Potter yesterday. I definitely looked like Harry Potter. I had this cut, and I have these brown glasses, the square kind. Um, I'm trying to be trendy out here, so I did look like Harry Potter for a day. Anywho, we're moving on. U.S. Soccer does need better athletes. NBA updates. So what I kind of wanted to do today with the show, um, wanted to chat about U.S. soccer, of course, being out of the World Cup, kind of important, big news, right? Sweet CC said, LOL, over on Periscope 2. Yeah, the cut is funny. I know. <laughs> it actually is. Um, and uh, after U.S. soccer, I kind of wanted to go some NBA topics. So a couple of things have happened in the NBA here the last couple of weeks or last week that we've been off since last Wednesday. Um, go through some NBA topics. I want to go through some NFL topics, then do my top 10, do my NCAA top 10, and then I'll do some MLB topics and talk about tonight's games briefly before we sign off tonight. So that's where I'm at for our schedule here. You can see it, of course, on the bar, but thought I'd mention it. Um, Omar says, only a few days till tip-off. Rockers are going to put up some numbers. Harden and Paul will mesh just fine. Both will put up double-doubles as double-doubles capella as well pj tucker was a good addition um devin mark said i'm so excited for tip off this is when i come alive and get fan crazy i also this is when i come alive and get frank fan crazy too but i'm more fan crazy on like lebron james specifically but i also fall in love with players like i'm in love with omar one thing you'll like about me is i'm a big fan of james harden and the rockets i mean i've said this on the show before i think but my team's Go as follows. Wherever LeBron's at, so right now Cleveland, to Miami. And that was because I lived there slash LeBron was there while I lived there. So it kind of turned me on to the heat even more. So it goes, and there's no Seattle team. If Sonics were here still, fuck the Thunder. I hate the Thunder. But if Seattle was still here, it'd be Seattle 1. But 1, Cleveland, 2, Miami, 3, Houston, because I love James Harden, and 4, I just, uh, four, I'm just like a big Knicks guy. I don't know. I'm not like a fanboy of the Knicks. I just, res I don't respect them. Actually, that's the opposite. I just want the Knicks to be good, and I I'd watch the Knicks. I like their colors. I like New York. I've been to Madison Square Garden, and I fell in love with it. I love the city. I'm just a New York guy. But to what Omar said, I do think Harden and Paul will put double-doubles up. Um, and Capella will be close. Capella might be at like that eight points, 10 rebounds range. PJ Tucker, great addition. Defensively, it's going to be huge, can put up some points. And they still got a lot of good pieces from the core. I I think I think we I think we're going to see some good things out of the Rockets. I said this earlier when it first happened on the show a couple months ago. 
It's either going to go disastrously wrong or it's going to go really, really well. I don't see an in-between where they're like an eight seed. I think it's either going to fail miserably or go really well, but I'm on the side of it's going to go really well. I could, I see, I see. think they're going to end up as the one, two, or three seed. Probably going to say be the one seed, so probably the two or three seed, I'm assuming. Them and OKC will be in that two, three range. Spurs will find a way to mix in somehow, and I think the Clippers might be a sleeper as well. But some of the main topics I wanted to talk about today... And then I'll get to the comments. Uh, just now, about what 20 minutes ago during Georgia's show, Andrew Wiggins signed a five-year, 146.5 million. No, sorry, 148 million dollar max with the Wolves. Few things about this. Um, I'm I'm really glad that he resigned with the Wolves. I love their core of him and Carl uh, uh, Anthony Towns and Jimmy Butler. I love it. I really do. I, I still liked it when it was Wiggins and Rubio, too. Rubio, I think, is going to have a good year in Utah. I think he's, he's, he's improving his three-point shot. I watched him last year. He's shooting more threes, and I think he wants to prove himself a little more. Um, but you can't forget, Minnesota replaced him with Teague. So that I think that's a big replacement. Teague is a great point guard, especially for a team like this with Butler, Cat, and Wiggins. I missed Levine, but for Jimmy Butler, you get the fuck, get Levine out of town. I like Levine probably because I've played against him. He's from this area. Um, so I, I just I, I hope well for him. Um, but Jimmy Butler's obviously a better option than Zach Levine. I, I love that they're building around their young stars. I, do I think Wiggins is a max player in this current era of the NBA? Sure. Now, is he as good as all max players? No. I, this is kind of the weird thing with the NBA. Market value has everybody at the max rate. Like, Otto Porter is now... Um, Otto Porter's like you know a max player now, which is not correct. But in this in this environment of the NBA, of course, Andrew Wiggins is a max player. Now, do I see him as like a top ten player anytime? No, I think he's gonna be he's a max player that's a third option on the team, and that's you know I haven't really I haven't we haven't found statistics if you really look at deep like advanced statistics there hasn't been many statistics to show that he's really a huge benefit to teams but I'm excited to see what happens with him next I'm excited to see how this team evolves um, Joel Embiid has signed a five-year 186.5 million dollar contract the max for him um, when I first saw this, I was like, holy shit, he plays 30 games a year and he just got and he's played 60 games in three years and he just got the max. But there are a lot of injury clause, um, a lot of different things that are you know holding him back depending on his injuries. Um, so it, it, it's all based on a bunch of different injury aspects. and I think it's gonna be one of those those situations that, we got to wait and see what happens. He's, he can be really good, or it might go crashing down for Joel Embiid. He already said he's not going to play 82 games this year, but if you can keep him at a 50-game guy and keep him healthy at least so he doesn't end up being an Andrew Bynum, then it'd be fun to see him in the playoffs. But I have trouble saying Embiid deserves the max already. I know he has that talent, but is that a safe call? I'm not sure. That's where it's tough for me. Another NBA update that I had. Let's see. Let's get to all of them. Oh, yeah. The Kevin Love one. Kevin Love. I thought this was funny. They were interviewing him during a preseason game, and it was they did the little, like, showed his interview on the preseason game. And Kevin Love was talking about he was running a play at practice and kind of ran it wrong. And, and then this is how he found out he was starting at the five. And I love that it was not from the coach. It's from LeBron. 
Kevin Love was on the court, messed up a play at practice, and he and LeBron was like, "Hey man, you got to make sure you know that spot because that's where you're gonna be playing the five. You're gonna be starting at the five this year, so you're gonna have to make sure you know this spot and don't mess that up and you know learn all these different positions." And Kevin Love was like, uh, "He's like, I, I wasn't like confused or anything. I, I I believe LeBron when he says these things. He's like, I just." thought that I would have found out differently and you know I wouldn't have prepared any differently but now I would just been in that mindset and I thought it was kind of funny that it didn't come from Ty Lue it didn't come from anybody it was just in the middle of a practice he messed up a play and LeBron just kind of tells him like yeah don't worry you're gonna be the five though you gotta make sure you know the five spot um I think it tells you a lot about who runs the Cavs and I thought it was pretty funny and I like I like it though I like that it's LeBron who runs the Cavs um Jordan Brand uh, Jordan Brand is ending the Mellow Signature shoes. Um, I find this interesting. I think maybe it's time to realize Mellow is not ever going to be the MVP. He's never going to be a championship number one guy. Um, and I think Jordan Brand is kind of done with that. But what I'm trying to figure out, I haven't figured out yet. I guess I'll read up more in a little bit. But he hasn't resigned, or I don't know if he's not signed by Jordan anymore if they're just cutting his signature shoes. I don't know if he's still wearing Jordan or if he lost his contract deal and it's time to move on to like Nike or something, but I'm interested to find out more, but they have cut the signature mellow shoe and I don't blame them. I mean, who right now in the world is going to go buy a mellow shoe when you can buy a Westbrook shoe or a James Harden shoe or a LeBron shoe? I mean, there's Paul George too. I don't, I don't know who else would go buy think about this even on okc i'd probably buy a pg shoe um nike shoe or a westbrook jordan shoe before i'd buy a mellow shoe he's a third option on his team it's like telling me nike wants to make kevin love shoes when they had lebron and Kyrie. it's like who's gonna buy the kevin love shoe when you had lebron and Kyrie? and that's in general i think it's a smart move for uh jordan brand i mean you got carmelo anthony i mean you got Paul George's, LeBron's, KD's, Curry's by Under Armour. You have the Westbrooks. You have all these different. Um, and K- William just said KD. That's what I was saying. That was my next one that I remember. I forgot the KD shoe and everything. I mean, who's gonna go buy a Mellow shoe? Not me. I don't think I've ever bought a Mellow shoe, and I buy Jordans all the time. I don't buy Jordans all the time anymore. I like to buy Jordans when it fits the budget, but I love buying Jordans. And the last thing I consider when I'm buying a Jordan is, can I get the Mellow signature? I would way rather go get a LeBron. I play when I go play. I play basketball a few times a week. When I go play, I go play in my Kyries. I got the Kyrie twos. Um, I, I've tried on KDs to buy. I've tried on Adidas shoes, aka James Harden's to buy. Who buys Melo Signature? Not sure. I think it's a good move by them to drop it. Um, and that's that was a couple days after. If you guys didn't notice, they only beat this Melbourne Australia team by. Uh, this Melbourne Australia team by like one point. The OKC did, and they played each played thirty minutes. It was KD, it was Russ, uh, or it was, sorry, Russ, PG, and Melo all played thirty minutes. Interesting. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure about that. Um, and then, last but not least, about the NBA news, and then. Uh, I'm going to get to the comments right after that. So keep sending in comments, guys. If you're watching on Periscope, there's comments on Facebook. If you like Facebook better than Periscope, you can always check out facebook.com slash live. Um, Golden State Warriors reportedly. I, and first of all, let me get to this before I start this. 
I'm getting a little tired of these reports that don't have audio. It's 2017. If you are listening to somebody with audio, if you're like doing an interview, take out your audio. I'm tired of hearing these these quotes that are just words from ESPN. So, but, but anyways, I think it's interesting. Golden State Warriors reportedly don't fear Russell Westbrook because his style of play is so easy to defend. It's like cake to them via ESPN. First of all, disrespectful to Russell Westbrook. Um, am I offended? No, but all I really want to know about this story is who said it? Where's the audio? Any video? And again, who said it? Was this KD? Was this Russ? Was this Clay? I mean, to say the quote on ESPN.com of his style of play is so easy to find, it's like cake to them. Who said that? That's what I want to know. Uh, I feel like, you know, I'm excited to see Russell Westbrook just go fucking at them one day. I just hope the Thunder beat them one game. I do not think the Thunder are better than the Warriors. But I want to see Russell Westbrook go out them one game game and put up like 40 and they lose. Just so whoever said this quote feels like an idiot. That's how I feel. Last but not least, um, Lee Jenkins had an, had an article. Lee Jenkins of Sports Illustrated had an article with Isaiah Thomas. And one of the best quotes. He said, it's the best year of my career, but one of the worst years of my life. So as you guys know, it's obviously one of the best years of career. We don't, we all know that. And of course, one of the worst years of his life, he lost his baby sister, who's my age, in her 20s, uh, lost her to a car crash in Tacoma, Washington, which is about like 45 minutes from here. Um, and the Boston Celtics, after his best year of his career, shipped him out for Kyrie. And Isaiah Thomas said he might not ever talk to Danny Ainge again. And I find that interesting because I know I've seen other articles and reports of him having great relationships with Danny Ainge where they used to chat on the phone and talk and it was a mentor to him. And now he said he might not ever talk to him again. But it brings me back to my point of why I, I kind of fuck with KD again because teams have proved they don't really give a shit about you. And, you know, I, teams don't give a shit about you. Why should these players give a shit about the teams if they feel like they can go somewhere better and have a better career and a better lifestyle then now i do not blame players for doing so let's get to the comments and i gotta move on to nfl we got a lot of comments thank you guys i actually got any i love comments so please always bring them in Devin said yep i'm a player person i can actually i actually like harden i've always had my eye on capella capella's dope i actually like him too he's he's gonna be a good i think good 10 and 10 kind of guy um, El Mutro said what's up with LeBron's ankle personally I think nothing I think yesterday he was just trying to be a little dramatic in his interview where he was like yeah I told you guys if this was a regular season game I wouldn't play but he's just playing because he wanted to test it out in a preseason game I think he was just trying to make an excuse it, it's just LeBron here's the thing people hate on LeBron for making his excuses or trying to be like sly with the media he's smart he's saying things on purpose he's doing things on purpose I don't read into it much anymore. I think his ankle's fine. If it was the NBA Finals, he'd play, and he'd play fine. He's just trying to make drama and get his name in the news, which makes him more money, so I don't blame him. Devin Mark says, nothing. As a LeBron fan, I understand he made you just saying that 
to help him throughout the season. We don't need to see LeBron in the preseason, LOL. He's resting, already preparing for the finals. That's it with the laughing cases. I agree with that 100%. He's just resting already. He's resting mentally, physically. His whole year is going to be resting. He knows he's going to make the finals. Or he knows at least they're going to make the Eastern Conference Finals and see Boston and then have a series maybe this year and maybe not even because who knows if Boston's even going to click. Um, so don't worry about LeBron. Trust me. Omar said the Chinese dude can hit threes. He'll be scary if he can develop right away. He's talking about on um, talking about on uh, Houston. What Chinese dude? Omar, tell me what Chinese. If it's a deep bench guy, then I'm not going to know who he is unless I see the name. So who are you talking about? George George says Golden State all the way, baby. Jordan, George is bandwagon. Devin said, I'm still tripping. 2K has the Wolves last in the West. I know it's a video game, but damn, they've always been relevant with placings and ratings. What do you like? Are you sure they have them like last as eighth or like the worst team in the West? Because like the Kings are worse. Uh, there's no way 2K has unless you, I think maybe your disc, your DVD, your disc of 2K must have a glitch if that's the case because that's not right. <laughs> um, Brandon Planchetta, D Rose look pretty good and healthy. I agree. I think he's gonna have a great year and then they're gonna lose him to a big contract next year. El Mucho said I wouldn't have signed Embiid no matter what. He still gets so much guaranteed. He's so fragile and not worth it. I agree with that personally. But I see what they're doing. They got to keep their core together, and there's injury clauses. But he does get a lot guaranteed. That's a lot of money to give to a guy that's played 30 games a year. I mean, imagine if I was making 20 million a year, and I only showed up 30 days out of, or whatever. If we make it relative, if I only did show 60 out of 365 days of the year, like 20 percent, and you guys were like, and I was getting paid 20 million dollars a year, I don't see how that'd be fair, personally. But that's the world of sports, I guess. Gosh, damn it. Um, Brandon said, Mellow shoes suck anyways. William said, smart move by Jordan. And KD shoe. I, I, meant, I forgot to mention that the first time. That's why he says KD shoe. And I agree. Smart move by Jordan. Um, Keith Overton said, Embiid way too fragile to give that money already. I agree. Brandon said, Branch, uh, Devin said, funny you say that, Sammy. I bought KD shoes a few months ago. I've never bought Mellow shoes. I had a pair of Vince Carter's back in sixth grade. Yeah, I've never bought a pair of of Mellow shoes. I don't even know what his shoes are. I know they had the Mellow twos, but those are technically Jordan's. Those were Jordan twos in Mellow colors, but I've never never actually like bought a pair of Mellow shoes. Um, Brandon said, Bronze shoes suck too. They're not great, but like I'd actually buy them. I mean, he had the evergreen ones that I thought were the Everglades. Sorry, the Everglades. And his new ones look pretty cool. I don't like them for basketball, but like looks wise, they're pretty cool. I mean, I, I'd buy them for basketball too. I'd buy Kobe's, I'd buy Jordan's, I'd buy Kyrie's because Nike, but I, I just wouldn't buy a pair of Mellows. Like, why am Carmelo? Um, JC said, they're going to be in fear when they at the crib in may are you talking about okc and going saying said yeah i hate reporters like that i almost thought it wasn't true because of the lack of names being attached i agree jc it's just like it literally said oh like reported by espn they think he's a it's a piece of cake to guard westbrook well it's like who said it's a piece of cake like kd did Steph say that? Did Sean Living say that? Because then it's just like a LOL kind of thing. Did Don, did Iguodala say that? Did Draymond say that? Who didn't even guard him? Sounds like a Draymond thing to say. He doesn't even guard him, so I'm not sure. 
Um, he's like, I don't think the Thunder are better than the Warriors yet. Chemistry will allow them to slap the Warriors in the conference finals. JC, my man, I don't know if they're going to um, beat them in the finals, but I mean, beat them in the conference finals. I don't even know if they're going to make the conference finals. I think there's four teams. I think the Spurs, the Spurs, Rockets, and Thunder, those three, sorry, will and maybe the Clippers. People are sleeping on the Clippers, but do not sleep on the Clippers. Those four teams can play the Warriors in the conference finals. So I don't know if any of them are gonna. I don't know if any. I don't know if any of those teams are gonna get past the Warriors though. Um, Brandon said, "Let's get to that." Brandon said, "It's all. It's all money they care about in business. That's true. It's all about the money." William said, when IT started posting about backing up Brinks trunks, I think they saw that and didn't want to pay him. William, that's 100% what happened. They literally were like, this dude wants the max, and he's 5'8 and 30 years old, or 29 years old, and he's, they're like, I, we're not giving him the Brinks trucks. Let's go get Kyrie if we can. I, I agree with that. Um, Keith said, I agree with William. So do I. Brandon said, they're not going to the finals. I agree. It's talking about OKC. Devin said, yee. Oh, isn't he? I thought he was on. Um, I thought he was on. Who's he on? I thought he was on the Bucks for a while, wasn't he? I, I could be wrong. Let's see. Um, Sweet CC on Periscope says, "Why NBA ticks are so pricey? I want to go to Warriors versus Heat, and the cheapest is two fifty for bad seats. Depends on the arena, to be honest. I mean, I'm looking at the closest arena to me now is the Blazers in Portland. It's about a three-hour drive. Me and George are looking at to go watch Portland versus Milwaukee to see Giannis play live. Um, I drive out there and do a show in Portland for a night and then go to a game. But it's only like 25 bucks for the upper deck. It's like 50 bucks for really good seats. Um, so it depends. Are you talking about at Miami, Sweet CC, or at Golden State? If it's at Golden State, that's just always the prices. Even Miami, when I lived in Miami... It was like 250 a game, but that was also LeBron era. So, you know, I'm not sure. At Miami should. Yeah. And Sweet CC, one thing. Uh, do you live in Miami? I didn't even know that. I used to live in Miami. But one thing about games where Golden State's visiting, any stadium where you have like Golden State coming to town or Cleveland coming to town, she said, yeah. Oh, you do live in Miami. Nice. I miss Miami. Anytime Golden State or Cleveland or one of those big name teams are coming to town, ticket prices skyrocket so if you looked up like heat versus the pelicans probably not that expensive but when it's against the warriors it makes it tough i i even like warriors at portland it's like 200 bucks and portland usually has 25 to 50 dollar tickets so that's kind of why she gave me the frowny face on on periscope i know it's tough <laughs> uh brandon said lakers looking pretty good uh, they look pretty good but they're not gonna make the playoffs this year i'm sorry um, Brandon said, or Omar said, he's on the Rockets. He just got drafted by them. Oh, okay. Now I know who you're talking about. Okay, the guy who got drafted. Who's the? There was a Yi on the Bucks for a little bit, right? And Brandon said, Pacers games are dirt cheap. I agree with that. If you, there you go, Sweet TC. If you go to a Pacers at Miami game, you probably can get it for really cheap. Their best players, Lance Stevenson or or Miles Turner, whoever you want to say it is. Um. Mucho said, I'm becoming a big fan of the kid Kuzma from the Lakers since the summer league he's been tearing it up. Yeah, Kyle Kuzma is actually going to be really good. I mean, they got Kuzma, Ingram. They still got, of course, they got Ball now. Um, 
Larry Nance can be pretty good in a little bit, I think. Uh, there's a, b- a bunch of teams that are going to be pretty good. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of players that are going to be pretty good on the Lakers. Kuzma. Uh, they, I mean, that, they, have, they have a pretty good young roster. But don't think, it, guys, it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, and Sweet TC on Periscope said, I want to see Golden State, not the Heat, LOL, with a frowny face or a crying face. Well, uh, unfortunately, the Golden State games are going to all be in that 250 range. It's just everybody wants to watch Golden State live. Even me, I've never seen Golden State live. I want to see them live because I hear it's a great experience. But I'm going to settle this year because of prices to go to Portland and watch the Bucks and watch Giannis live. Um, Brandon said, or William said, OKC don't have a bench. That's true. It's going to be tough. Uh, Omar said, I agree with William. Thunder does not have a bench. It's toss up between Rockets and Spurs. Clippers cannot hang. You know, I, I, when I say don't sleep on the Clippers, maybe they're not going to make the conference finals. I could see that very small chance of them doing it, but they're going to be a lot better than people expect, I think. You know, they could be a second-round team. That's how I'm seeing it. Um, and Tyler Brighton says, my Knicks are going to – my Knicks, got to root for them. I said it. Here's my – one more time, guys. My favorite teams in the NBA. Number one, wherever LeBron is, a.k.a. now it's the Cavs. Number two, the Miami Heat will always be my second favorite team. Number three, the Houston Rockets. Number four, the New York Knicks because they're the Knicks, and you can't not root for the Knicks in Madison Square Garden. It's just a great place, and their colors and their jerseys, everything's great about the Knicks, except for their team right now. And then if there was a Seattle team, if the Sonics ever come back, they'll obviously be number one. All right. And Omar says Minnesota is better than the Clippers. Minnesota disappointed me pretty badly last year. And I know Jimmy Butler's there, but Tom Thibodeau, I thought their defense was going to come out of nowhere and be great again, and it didn't. Um I want to see what Thibodeau can do with these guys, but I do think Minnesota is going to be up there. They're, they're not good enough to make a conference finals yet. I think they're too young. But I think by next year or the year after, it might be time for them to make a conference finals. We'll find out, though. It'll all come with due time. All right. We got some NBA talk or NFL talk, sorry. It's time to move on. I appreciate the comments, guys. Honestly, nothing more I can say, but thank you. Comment as much as you guys want. The comments make everything better for me. Um, it makes things a lot more fun for me. And I'm, I'm uh, a little bummed about this. Uh, the Facebook glitch today. It says we have 36 views. We've had over 36 people watch today, obviously. But there's a little weird glitch today. Like our, our morning show said 40 views at the end of the show. And then when we refreshed it after the show, it like popped up to 850. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So... We're having some weird glitches here. And Brandon said, why did you all get rid of the Sonics franchise? Well, long story short, long story short, you can look up on YouTube, Brandon. It's actually a really good like hour movie. It's like a short film. It's actually pretty long. I think it's an hour and a half. It's called Sonics Gate. It was on CNBC once. Uh, it's a movie about this. But Howard Schultz, the owner of Starbucks, sold the Sonics uh, for $300 million at the time to Clay Bennett, who promised to try to keep the stadium growth plan. They wanted to build a new stadium or remodel the key arena. He said he would try, AKA he didn't try shit. He had his stadium in Oklahoma city, moved him to Oklahoma city. Now Seattle's finally passed the bill to re renovate and build a new stadium. And I think we'll get a new team eventually, but pretty much Howard Schultz screwed us over the owner of Starbucks. Screw him. I don't like him anymore. So I drink Starbucks still. 
This is not Starbucks, but I still drink Starbucks. All right. All right. NFL news. Some NFL news. Do my top 10 really quick. Then we'll do my college top 10 real quick and then talk about baseball before we log off. Um, so my news. Odell Beckham out for the year. Um, what I wanted to think about is, do we pay him the same still? I'm in the in-between now where how much were they going to pay him in the first place? And do you pay him that much? We're talking about a guy that lives purely off explosiveness and speed. How well is he going to recover? Another year older, another injury. It's hard to recover. Oda Beckham out for the year. That's bad for the Giants. And I don't think they're going to recover this season as much as I would wish they did. I feel bad for the Giants, but they're not going to recover this season. J.J. Watt out for the year. Another year, another injury. Um, he is, you know, one of those players that I don't believe in paying a defensive end $100 million. Now, everyone wants to, might tell me, if you're a Houston fan, I know Omar is, might tell me, you know, oh, he's so worth it, this and that. He's good. Uh, is he worth $100 million? I don't think so. I don't think it's worth paying a defensive end who gives you maybe one win a year. If you look up the statistics, a quarterback can get you five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten wins a year. A wide receiver can get you two or three. Um, you, you can get a couple off of a DN, one, according to Vegas. J.J. Watt is like a half a game in Vegas, whether he's in or out. I just I don't think it's worth paying that much for a DN. But it's sad to see J.J. Watt out. He's the only player that's like not a quarterback or running back or receiver that's the face of the franchise. Like, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I wonder, I, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see what happens with this. With this, you know, with this Houston team, their defense is going to take a little bit of a hit, and I, I don't know what how that's going to work out for them exactly. Um, Lions, Matthew Stafford sprained his ankle and hurt his hamstring Sunday. Might not play Sunday against New Orleans. That'd be a big, big blow. I think New Orleans is favored in this game. Um, and so this is a big blow for the Lions. I have them in my top 10 still, and I want to see him play, though. Um, I, I, I want to... I'm worried about Matthew Stafford. The only thing is he's played consistently every game. He hasn't missed a game in a couple of years, actually, even with his injuries. Um, I just don't want him and the Lions to collapse a year off a couple of injuries. They need to protect Matthew Stafford, and I think it's it's worrisome. Brady missed his practice with a left shoulder sprain. Any worries? I don't think so. I think he'll be okay at the end of the day. One thing I did miss over this week that we didn't talk about was um, – Adrian Peterson traded to the Cardinals. Do, do I find this is what my thoughts were? Oh, there you go. Brandon just said that. That was weird. Um, any plus side for the Cardinals or Adrian Peterson? How much more? Um, and Spacey said they said he was in practice today. Are you talking about Brady? Because Brady, I was saying Brady missed practice yesterday, I believe. So. I don't think I'm too concerned about it is my biggest thing. Oh, he said, she said Brady. Yeah. I'm not too concerned about it though is my biggest thing. Um, uh, I, Adrian Peterson, is he going to make a big difference? Is it like, I'm not sure if he still has it. Is this going to really save Arizona? No. Is it a big trade? I think it is, but we have to wait and see if it's really going to make a big difference. We might, after two weeks, forget about this, or after two weeks say, damn, great job by Arizona signing Adrian Peterson. 
I think it's one of those that I can't put a can't put a finger on it if it's going to be good or not. Um, Cam Newton is throwing deep at a career high rate and accuracy. Is he back? We'll get to that in my power ranking. That's called the teaser in this business. Um, we'll get to where I think the Panthers have evolved to this year. After a shaky start, not scoring a lot of points, where do I have him now? Um, and last but not least, what did we learn from the KC and Houston game? KC's 5-0 and now. Um, and Watson shines again. A couple things I learned from that KC-Houston game that I'm really interested in here is I think Kansas City's the real deal now. Everyone thought that might be a little bit of a trap game for KC as they think again this week against Pittsburgh. But, I mean, I, I, I think I think Deshaun Watson's the real deal. Houston is going to have a quarterback for the rest of the next 10 years, and I think that's a big deal. I just got a little ESPN update. Um, LeBron James mispracticed today again. So I guess his ankle kind of does hurt. There's a little something to it. I just don't think it's something that's too worrisome. But let me get to these comments and to my NFL top 10. Oh, and what else have we missed? Uh, Deshaun Kaiser got benched, and Kevin Hogan got the start now again for the Browns. Come on. I feel bad for Kaiser. It's not his fault that they're playing bad. Like they, it's, like, it's like you're blaming the wrong guy here. That's how I feel. Um, Omar said Watt and Marcellus got hurt. What kind of kind of hurt our chances yeah that was a big deal especially with jacksonville playing better indianapolis might get andrew luck in a few weeks that that's a big deal defensively but deshaun watson's the real deal and he's really stepping up brandon said we signed brandon whedon with the fuck yo brandon whedon is awful and should not be signed anywhere if brandon whedon is getting signed colin kaepernick should get signed uh Amucho said, I'd just give Odell the franchise tag, then go from there. I wouldn't sign him long-term yet. I agree with that 1,000%. I'm going to give him one more year of a franchise tag. See if – are we keeping Eli? Is Eli done? If you're going to hit rebuilding mode, do not pay Odell Beckham to have some bad quarterback with you and Odell Beckham on this team. If it's rebuild, it's rebuild with the quarterback and Odell's out. Or give him the money and keep Eli if you think Eli's staying, but franchise tag him. Let's see how he recovers from this injury before we go ahead and slap him the big money. Um, Omar said, I wouldn't have paid him that much. He's very dominant, but I think Clowney is better than Watt. I don't think Clowney is better than Watt, um, but I think I think Watt's better, but I think if the injuries keep happening, then Clowney's more important by staying healthy, and he might end up with a better career long term. Um, uh, and Omar says nope I think AP is done I agree with that but I just want to wait and see maybe maybe they get him on some good plan in uh, Arizona Brandon said Omar I agree Slim Shady this is Donald Trump y'all see that laughing my ass off off news yeah I did see that video he did that for the BET awards um, I just think a lot of people need to start staying out of politics more I mean I get into it on my show like briefly but I'm not trying to like I just feel like the reason I don't bash anybody politically that much is because how much do we really know, all of us? If you're not working in the government, how much do you really, like Eminem, how much do you really know about Donald Trump? Like, I, I don't, 
I don't know if any of his. I know he hurts people's feelings because he's not presidential. But do I know if any of his policies are that good or bad? Probably not. Neither does Eminem. Neither do we. I mean, if you don't work for the government, do we know if any of his policies are that bad? Probably not. Like it could be the same shit Obama did, but because Obama didn't hurt our feelings on Twitter, you know, we don't attack the same. He's not presidential, but whatever, you know. Um, and Omar says Houston could have beat them, but they will lose to Pittsburgh. I don't know if they're going to lose to Pittsburgh. Everyone, every week, everyone's uh, saying that they're going to lose to Pittsburgh. They're going to lose to this team. They're going to lose to that team. I say, watch out. KC starts out six and zero. Stay tuned for that. Six and zero. All right. We're moving on to my NFL top ten. We're going to fly through my top ten. Uh, go ahead and tell me if you agree or disagree with my top 10 right as I say it. But here is my NFL top 10, and I will tell you right after the team name if they were in the power rankings last week, if they've stayed the same, if they've moved up or down. Boom. My first two teams out, I'll give you that. My first two teams out are Atlanta because they didn't play, so I couldn't move them, and Dallas, 2-3. and three. I think they're still a top 10 team, but the 2-3 and three record, I had to take them out. Those are my first two teams out so like they're in the bubble on the bubble at 10 they stayed the exact same because they had a bye week i keep the washington redskins and remember me and george will post these on the page after my show or sometime tonight maybe actually i'll post these on the page and a little graphic so go ahead and check it out there but i leave at number 10 the washington redskins at nine dropping three spots because they're a loss this week uh i have the detroit lions i think matthew stafford still got it i think the team's good enough to win and compete for this division, but they'll definitely compete for a wild card spot. They're not going to beat the Packers in the division, but I think they'll compete for a wild card spot. At eight, I have them not moving. Is the Los Angeles Rams? They lost to a dominant Seahawks defense. The Seahawks, who I've been so on and off with this week, even though they're my hometown team and I love the Seahawks, I've been up and down this year because it's hard to get a grip on them. Their O line so bad, but they're obviously good enough to pull out games with that defense with Russell Wilson. And with that coaching staff. So I have the Rams at eight, not moving because they lost to the Seahawks. Jared Goff, I know he had two picks, but he looked all right. He was playing against the best defense in the NFL, possibly, top three at least. So I don't want to overreact on the whole losing to the Seahawks thing. At seven, who were not in my power rankings last week, I have the Seattle Seahawks. I moved them back in, they dominated the Colts. They beat the Rams. I know they. everyone wants to say, you know, if, if Cooper Cup didn't drop this, if Roldo Thomas didn't slap the ball, that's how Seahawks win games. They always win by a game of inches. And I think, I think they deserve that number seven spot. Moving up one spot to number six, I have the New England Patriots. They're still around. The Patriots are living. They're doing well. And I think they'll figure it out more and more as the year goes on. I couldn't move them too high or too low. I have them at six. At five, I have a team that was not even in my power rankings last week, the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton is reviving his career this year. He had a bad year last year. He's been in the media all the last two weeks about problems with the woman statement or saying woman. It's funny that a girl's talking about football. And Cam Newton is balling. And the Panthers' defense is good as long as Keekley's healthy and as long as that team's healthy. This Panthers team is going to stay good. I have the Panthers at five, who were not in my rankings last week. At four, moving up one spot, I have the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers has kept this team alive, and Aaron Rodgers solely beat the Dallas Cowboys. And 
he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Like, I, I mean, I think Brady's the GOAT, the greatest, but the best talent-wise, I have to say have to say it's Aaron it's Aaron Rodgers at three my top three did not move so I'll say that from now my top three did not move at three I have the Broncos by week couldn't move them at two I have the Eagles and the reason the Eagles are at two their only loss on the year is to number one the Kansas City Chiefs undefeated no losses you can't really argue the Chiefs being number one in the power rankings now if I'm telling you my future power rankings of who I think is going to end up first I could say the Chiefs aren't number one, maybe. But if I'm going to tell you who's number one right now, you got to go with the KC Chiefs. So, just to recap, recap that. Um, and Brandon said, Carson Wentz and the Eagles looking good and Cam 65% accuracy. Uh, 65%, it's okay, but he's also he's having the best accuracy in his career on a deep ball, which is a big deal for him. Um, and the Eagles look amazing. I have him at two. They lost to the Chiefs by seven in Arrowhead. That's a hard game. That's that's where they deserve to be. And so just to recap my top 10, I'm going to give you my college top 10 really quick. I have Atlanta and Dallas just on the bubble right there out. I think Atlanta could probably pass Washington this week. I just had to see them both play. I didn't want to switch them without them playing. So Washington 10, Detroit 9, Rams 8, Seahawks 7, Patriots 6, Panthers 5, Packers 4, Broncos 3, Eagles 2, and the Kansas City Chiefs at the numero uno spot. To my college rankings. Okay, really quick. I'm going to do these quickly, um, and then we're going to just talk about my predictions for tonight's baseball games. My first, I have a couple teams that are out of the rankings. I dropped Wisconsin out. I still don't see them as a top 10 team right now. They haven't lost, but they're like a, I think they're like a 10 to 15 range. Oklahoma dropped out. USC still out. They're all in that mix, though. At 10, for the first time this year, I have the Miami Hurricane. Big win against FSU. Miami looks good, and I love the Miami Hurricane program. Miami at 10. At 9, I put Auburn. They were not in my rankings either. The only loss is to Clemson, who is clearly, clearly the second-best team in, the, in in football, if not top three. They're with Bama, Clemson, Georgia. They're clearly wiping teams out of the water. That's why Auburn was able to slide in. At eight, I moved up two spots, Ohio State. Moving up one spot to, to seven, I have Washington State, the Cougars. At six, moving up one spot, I have TCU. At five, moving up one spot, I have Penn State. At four, moving up one spot, I have Washington at three, moving up one spot, I have Georgia. And then not moving at two and one, I have Clemson and Alabama. So recapping my top tens of the day, it was NFL, Washington Redskins at 10, Redskins at nine, Lions at eight, Rams at seven, Seahawks, six, Patriots, five, Panthers, four, Packers, three, Broncos, two, Eagles, one, the Chiefs. In college, 10, I have Miami. Nine, Auburn. Eight, Ohio State. Seven, Washington State. Six, TCU. Five, Penn State. Four, Washington. Three, Georgia. And two and one is Clemson and Bama. I think that's what we got. And Brandon said the QB from Washington State looking good. QB from Washington State, Luke Falk looking great. Um, it's going to be a very interesting game between Washington and Washington State. The Apple Cup, I think it's the day after Thanksgiving. or no, it's the, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So... 
Stay tuned for that. It's going to be an interesting game. If they're both undefeated at that point, I'm going to be excited. Watch that. I am a Washington fan, not a Washington State fan, but I, I did root for Washington State to beat USA. I think it's better for us, for the Huskies, in the long run. Really quick before I sign off, tonight we have some big games. Game five of Yankees-Indians at Cleveland. I have money on Cleveland, so wish me luck. I know most of you here I saw on Georgia's show is, is rooting for the Yankees, but I'm rooting for Cleveland. Go Tribe, go. Um, I'm really long-term rooting for the Dodgers to win this World Series. I think the L.A. Dodgers winning this World Series would be great. I want to see a Chicago in L.A. Um, NL. NLCS and I want to see a ALCS of the Indians and the Astros but I think Indians are winning at home I think they're going to get the win tonight Cubs and Nationals I think the Nationals get the win tonight Strasburg is back in the lineup and we're going to see a tied series going back or no wait what is the series we're going to see it yeah tied series going back to Washington I believe it is correct correct me if I'm wrong on that these games are always so early, it gets a little tough to figure out. It is a 2-1 series Chicago. I'm right about that, but I, I want to know where is the game tonight. It's at Chicago, right? Yeah, it is at Chicago. So it's going back to Washington. I see them I see them finding a way to see them to find a way to get that going. And I saw um Sweet Cece said I'm going to the Jaguars and Seahawks NFL game. That's gonna be awesome. Are you, are you a Jaguars fan? It's a good question. If not, please go root for the Seahawks while you're there. Because I'd appreciate that. I, I went to a Dolphins-Seahawks game in 2012. Only time I've ever been to a Dolphins game. It was a great time. All right, guys. I appreciate all the love today and all the comments. Oh, yeah, you're a Seahawks fan. Sorry, Sweet TZ, I know that. You're a Tyler Lockett fan, too. I don't even know why I asked that. I don't know. I, I'm more wondering why you're a Seahawks fan. I know you're a Tyler Lockett fan, Seahawks fan. I see that on your Twitter. You've said it before. Short-term memory loss here. Um, long week. First time back in a week. Good to be here with my Facebook family, my Periscope family. I love y'all. We recapped. We did U.S. soccer out of the World Cup for the first time since 1986. NBA news, NFL news, my NFL top 10, my NCAA top 10, and baseball tonight. I'm excited. Stay tuned for some good games tonight. And we will be back tomorrow, Thursday, at 8 a.m. For that being said with George and Sammy Georgeur, I'm so glad to be back. And I appreciate all the love from our Facebook family. Don't forget to watch us here on Facebook. Um, Facebook.com slash live or on Periscope on my Periscope, Georgeur Sammy. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Georgeur Sammy, J-A-R-J-O-U-R-S-A-M-I. Down here at the bottom of the screen, you see it. I always tweet about sports. My Instagrams are usually about sports too. At least sports, my stories are. So follow me there if you got those. Sweet CC on Periscope says, LOL, and good to see you guys back. Thank you, Sweet CC. The move is done. Thank God. I'm glad to be at a new home. I am only nine to 10 minutes away from our office, which is amazing. Um, thank you guys for watching. Greatest Facebook family out there and Periscope family out there. This was episode 218 of, of Speak Up with Sammy Georgeur. Always speak your mind and of Sant Live. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud if you want to hear our podcast, if you ever miss our show. I appreciate the love. We love you guys. And stay cool, America. We'll see you tomorrow. Go Tribe Go. Peace. 
Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free GetUpside Gas app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code NEXT for a 20-cent gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 45 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code NEXT. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free Get Upside app and use promo code NEXT. That's N E X T. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the. Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.